there, I'm Typical Lydia, and today on Dead Cells, we'll be talking about Ghost Hunt. This is a paranormal investigation anime licensed by Funimation in 2006. Produced at Japan Creative or JC Staff, they adapted the light novel series of the same name. I've never watched anything from this studio, though Shigofumi Letters from the Departed looks pretty interesting, if not straight up depressing. And on that bright note, a little horror-related anime news. Dance with Devils is a few episodes in, but if I wanted romance mixed with paranormal, I'd have to bet on the second season of Diabolic Lovers more blood. Because that's what we want, right? More blood. Kagawani is out from Tomovies in 15 short 7-minute episodes. It's a monster feature, and one that is slated for my cell phone. The first episode reminded me a lot of Horror News, the last very short series that I watched, and I enjoyed that very much. The Empire of Corpses was one of my eagerly anticipated releases involving a Frankenstein story. This will be a series of three films based on novels, and they should all be out by the first week of December. The first one is available right now through Funimation. Tokyo Ghoul Pinto is getting a load of press, and I'll certainly eventually check it out, though I still have to sink my teeth into Tokyo Ghoul Jack, which may wash the taste of Route A out of my mouth. Then on to season three when it appears, and the eventual game. Yes, a Tokyo Ghoul game. Now that's super exciting to me, especially based on the first season, because I adored that, and I could envision that as a game that I would definitely play. Ajin Demihuman is coming this winter, and the art looks amazing. This is another three-part OVA series, which will have an anime series following the release. The series will be made for Netflix, hopefully released all in one chunk like Netflix does, so we can only hope that the OVAs end up there too. Chris from Bind Torture Cast, a show right up there with Splatter Pictures Dead Air as my most favorite horror film podcast in the universe, sent me a link to the Drifters trailer, something that Helsing Ultimate fans may have had a taste of. This gory sword and sorcery series has had news trickling out for a long time, and judging from the promotional video that came out, it will be bloody as all hell when it finally sees a release. And finally, Pet Shop of Horrors is being re-released through Sentai Selects, so I'm glad that I held off on that one. So yeah, Ghost Hunt. Taniyama Mai is a high school student caught up telling ghost stories with her friends when she meets Shibuya Kazuya, reluctantly nicknamed Naru. It turns out that though he is only 17, Naru heads up a very well-equipped and prestigious paranormal research team. As with any good ghost hunting squad, the crew is small and slightly dysfunctional. Mai, being quite cheerful, thoughtful, and balanced, is exactly what they seem to need. So it turns out that Naru doesn't attend the school, but was hired to investigate an abandoned building on the grounds that used to be the main school. It's a former hospital that is terribly haunted, and something that really strikes a chord with me because that's sort of a huge fear of mine, of recurring nightmares of abandoned hospitals. And this is why I'm looking forward to the parts of Astron 6 are making a horror film coming out called The Void, which kind of plays with that. And I'm really looking forward to something that will actually scare me. So I think that's why Ghost Hunt really got its hooks into me the first episode. Now Mai becomes enlisted to assist, which launches her into an up and down journey with Shibuya Psychic Research. Other affiliates we meet are Ayako Matsuzaki and Hashua Takagawa. Matsuzaki is a medium who Naru seems to have no respect for at all. And Hashuyo is a super cool monk. They call him just monk. John Brown is an Australian priest hired as an exorcist. Masako Hara is also called in. She's a famous television medium who Matsuzaki and Monk seem to distrust and is every bit as cold and stoic as Naru. Rin is introduced as Naru's assistant. 
a caretaker and perhaps some kind of butler. There are shades of Sebastian Michaelis from Black Butler here, so you can say I sort of fetishize Rin somewhat. Now at first they're all kind of rivals, being hired for the same job to provide different opinions. It reminds me a bit of Hell House, where some of the best psychics and skeptics are brought in to cleanse the Belasco mansion once and for all with sexy results. There's no sexy results here. Early on, Mai nicknamed Kazuya as Naruchan for his narcissistic behavior. I can't say this behavior is entirely unattractive either, and it really sets him up as sort of this guru, this cold and untouchable figure. He's certainly enough of a tortured person and some sort of martyr to his work that it seems narcissism is only another aspect of his drive and perfectionism. There is a Mulder and Scully dynamic between Kazuya and Mai, which is something I appreciate, since not every story needs to be a love story. Most of the haunts they investigate mirror the television shows of ghost hunting popularity, but they have a decidedly Asian, uh, disquieted, or revenge spirit twist. There is a fair amount of death and despair without copious amounts of bloodshed. We can go elsewhere for bloodshed. If you want a cool series about haunting and shadows cast by the investigators themselves, Ghost Hunt is a win. It's not too slow, nor is it unnecessarily dark. However, it is not action-packed by any means. The music is plain and orchestral, including the title theme. It's something like the old Outer Limits intro, which is kind of fitting. The anime style is somewhat static, with a desaturated color palette, though more colorful than most horror or paranormal anime. It doesn't rely strictly on earthy browns and reds and blacks. It does have a full color palette, though it is very muted. It seems to style itself after most slice-of-life stories, most notably to me, Welcome to the NHK very similar style. The comedy is slight, although they do use chibi cutscenes from time to time, so there is a sense of playfulness, especially when the characters fight with one another. Aside from the first two episodes, some of my favorites are the three-part dollhouse story, the child spirit that doesn't know he's dead, and the two haunted house stories. One haunted house story absolutely fucks with reality and leads to a pretty fantastic end of the series, Horror fans will really be able to enjoy the very last few episodes because it really does ramp up the scares at that point. And of course, all the stories do tie up really, really well at the end. Next, I'm thinking of covering Blood Lad since I've been enjoying the hell out of that, though I wanted to get into something a little more dark, like Vampire Hunter D or Ninja Scroll. We shall see. For more talk on horror films, subscribe to Dead Air Podcast, which you can find on splatterpictures.net or cross-posted with Dead Cells on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Follow us on Facebook if you want, too. You'll often hear us plug the insanely amazing Bind Torture Cast, a podcast covering extreme horror film and entertainment, including games and anime sometimes. So do check that out. For strict anime fans, the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast is grand, though I do pull a lot of news from Chris Beveridge at Fandom Post and by Creeping Annie Chart every day. If you have something you think that I should watch, let me know here at Dead Cells, on Twitter at TypicalLydia, my blog at nightface.ca, or find me wherever you hang out online.